Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 267 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast premier video game podcast. News tonight. News is getting light. Are we in one of those doldrums of the year? Yeah, no, we're, we're worshiping the ground of uh, what Brian's walking on on light news. Light news! <laughs> Brian, give us struggling. something. <laughs> I was struggling to find. I'm like, what are we going to talk about? We need a couple things. Those things include Banjo Stop and Swap feature working on the N64? Question mark. I feel like we had a story about this in our No Fodcast past. In the ghost of No Fodcast past. Not the ghost of No Fodcast, present or future. Uh, Red Dead Redemption coming to PS4 and Switch. What? Can't wait to see those remaster details. What? It's got to be. It's got to be James Remastered, right? What? Marston. What was his name? What? <laughs> How do we get there? That's the character's name, Mr. Marston. I remember Bonnie was like Mr. Marston. Marston. Uh, it's been a while since I beat it. Remarstoned. Uh, stream your Xbox games to Discord. Wii U isn't dead yet. I swear some of this news will have something to do with this century's games. Uh, and we have your August <sighs> PlayStation Essential and Game Pass games. Uttering a deep sigh, we'll introduce him first, is Resident Page Master and Lord Master. So that's our Concepcion in a second. Hello. I'm still Remember. caught up on uh, on work where every time somebody gets in, like, this is a ticket of the century. It's like, I don't know, man. We still got like uh, 900 years ago. I'm going to hold my thoughts on that. Why did they decide that was that important? I don't know. I, I, we still got 900 years ago, man. I, I'm leaving that open. I mean, of the century, we have like 80. The millennium, yes. Millennium, yeah. My century, bad. we have like, uh-huh. what, 72, 73? I meant millennium. Will any of us be around to see the next century? Let's, let's get dark. <laughs> uh, doubtful. Nope. Take uh, me now. Take me now. <laughs> Brent's please from last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was uh, asking for. Uh, pleading to participate in this podcast and contribute <laughs> news as he does weekly. Uh, our resident newsmaster, Brant McKee. What's up? Brant, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. We notice you're well hydrated. You have full color in your face. Yep. The news was put together with much enthusiasm. Yep. He said nudes. La- last minute. Yeah. Ah, we always do it last minute. You always do it last minute. I'm not no, I, yeah, I did, I did it early today. So, And I'm, of course, your last, but probably the least, one of your hosts, Richard Bergman. Shall we just with the, the newsletter? Host with the most. Uh, no, I wouldn't go that far. I just won't give it up, and I keep uh, rounding <laughs> up you two guys every week. Let's do this thing. We got to throw something down. You're going to never give us up, and you're going to never let us go? Essentially. I did hear a bit. Uh, I was listening to another video game podcast on my way in this morning, and (laughs) uh, they're Patreon supported, and they've had two hundred thousand plays in comparison to our thirty thousand plays. Yeah, but but they had a they had. You guys might like this one. The it's a British writer. His name is Simon Parkin, and his concept is my perfect console. So he brings on guests, and and sometimes they're uh, game designers, sometimes they're comedians. Usually, I don't know the right term for it, but it's almost like when people are on um, The Late Show and Letterman and stuff like that, uh, where they they had something new coming. Like Keanu Reeves has a new movie, so he's making the rounds. Like he seems to get these people that are that are coming through news and such, mm-hmm. and they design their mm-hmm. own console. And through the interview, or they they design five games for their perfect console. And through the interview, he gets backstory of why they chose the game. It might have been their first game. It was the most important to them, something they hit at the right time, that sort of thing. The concept is brilliant. And the way he weaves the interview through the games and where they are in their life and all that kind of stuff, it's like that format is just incredible. I'm not telling our listeners to leave us and go to that one, but it's definitely a – and the stuff that you'll hear is just – is so random. And I started with people that I knew, like the – uh, Kelsey Lewin from the Video Games History Foundation, she retweeted that she was on one of these. So I was like, sure, let me check it out. And uh, then I checked out Greg Kasavin was one of the uh, participants. He was a GameSpot writer for a long, long time and then left to help join Supergiant Games and has been like a creative director on a bunch of those Supergiant Games. I know I know Cesar's a fan of those. And I just took front of the show Robbie, Hades. 
but they're just really, really well done. And as the host, he kind of like if they say Tetris, like we all know what Tetris is. And most people listening to his podcast are going to know what Tetris is. But he'll give a little brief like and he, he blends it in. It's not ever like a know it all stance or anything. It's like, you know, for those who may not have encountered it, it's like a falling uh, puzzle piece game. Columns. Uh, yes, like columns. That's yes. the direct comparison. There we is. go. Much like columns, much <laughs> well like done, famous, me. infamous well Game Gear pack-in columns. Nobody's, column. nobody's said columns yet. I'm listening to Ashley Birch's right now. She was like a YouTube personality, and then she was in Last of Us 2, and she's Tiny Tina, the voice of Tiny Tina in the Borderlands also, games. Uh, oh. Horizon Zero Dawn, yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. she's Aloy, yeah. I remember her from her early years on the internet as uh, "Hey Ash, what you playing?" She talks those, a lot about those that sketches with her brother. Were awesome. I didn't know anything about it. I honestly had no clue about that. Her first game is Metal Gear Solid. She's like, "We got this PlayStation, and it's always it's always interesting to me." And that's I mean that's why we talk games like we do and tell the stories we do, like how people encounter these. There's people that rented consoles, like they rented a console for Blockbuster and got a game. And that was like their their introduction to certain things. But she was like Metal Gear Solid when she saw it said Solid Snake and it said David Hayter underneath that. Right. She was like, who is that? Is that like Solid Snake's real person name? Like the the character is not when they're not Solid Snake, they're David Hayter. And she that's when she started putting together like voice acting in games like this was a thing. This was going to be a thing. And that's stuff like that just hits. And you could see where people's career paths uh, went different places. And what's um uh, trying to think something else that's all gta 3 has been on a shit ton of people's lists i i forget how influential that is mm-hmm. uh somebody said minecraft they they were like i wanted to check with simon and make sure it wasn't a cheat answer but minecraft because it's like the the be all end all game but it's just there's not a single one that i've listened to that is that's been weak or poor or not well you know they've just been outstanding quality every single one of them so i definitely recommend that to you guys and maybe we do a format like that kind of like a get to know no podcast it'd be brutal and a lot of people yell at him like simon how could you do this to me and make me pick five games five games to put on this console and then you name it at the end of it so it'd be like the brant box 360 like you name the console at the end that has these five games on it this this perfect console and the premise is just uh i'm enjoying every single one i listen to like i said i'll shoot that link to you guys if you're curious but how do we get on to that interesting you started it Fantastic. You started it, man. I know, but something about... veered me into no, none of nothing, nothing. What we said, nothing, nothing. What we said, Larry. You <laughs> all just right, wanted that... to talk about it. That's all. My pitch for all right. Now so listen something to this. about the host with the most, uh, and you were, t- and then you got onto. Well, I, I mean, was listening to this other podcast, and so I mean, no, you almost... we there we go. There, I'm coming back around. Go yeah. ahead, Cesar. I, I mean, you, you almost had me if they were like they were like, oh. Hermie Hopperhead, Scrap Panic. And I'm like, oh, okay. God dang it. Nobody said Hermie Hopperhead. Hopperhead. <laughs> Nobody said Hermie Hopperhead yet. But, like, we, we've always heard about – so he's he's British, and he had a British comedian on there. We've always heard how big the PlayStation was, was in Europe, right? Mm-hmm. It hit this comedian. It hit this comedian at the exact right time with, like, the girl power punk pop um, wipeout in the rave clubs. Jim she Otto. said – one of her five games was the Tony Hawk Pro Skater demo demo disc. She's like, we played this two. It was like two levels in the demo. She said like, it consumed us for six months. We drank beer and engaged in other activities, uh, paraphernalia related, and played that Tony Hawk demo. The demo for six months. She said somebody came by the apartment and was like, you guys know the game's out. Like, I'll buy you the game if you want to play the. They were <laughs> we just doing this. It was like time trials and stuff for the demo. And these stories were just, they're fantastic. They're so good. And I've i have gone on to like, one was an author, so I'll look, see what books they wrote and that sort of thing. And it just, it's such a great introduction. It's like sitting, we've all had great experiences in retail with game store employees, right? Or we were game store employees. It's that same like getting to know people, what they like, what brought them there, what they previously enjoyed, who introduced them to what. It's like those same type stories that I just... I really love. But here's what I was getting to. I mean, it was the it was the Ashley Birch one. And when she was doing the YouTube thing, it didn't get like it got her a, a game industry job. But what he what he noted was like you were doing that to perfect your craft before it was a professional. Like we're not getting paid for this. It's I don't I'm pretty sure all of our listeners know we pay to oh. host our own stuff. Brand's getting paid for this. Yes, we always have to pay Brant. Brant. Brant <laughs> 
in addition to the what he skims off the top. Don't think we don't know about that, Brant. We've been yeah. watching the books, man. But like, like clear. That, that's not me. That's <laughs> that's uh, Rant uh, Berkey. Rant Berkey. Man Berkey. Damn yeah. Him. Damn him. <laughs> He's always in the form. The way he, I don't the, know how he, yeah, files his taxes. Are not PlayStation. <laughs> Y'all have the same address, but his has like dash B oh, at the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> but we, we're doing this week in and week out. We're not compensated for this. We're plugging away. We're doing our craft. We're enjoying what we do with it. And sometimes it's hard. Sometimes we don't want to come down and record. Like I fight it sometimes too, but we're doing it. And I, I want to applaud you guys for yeah, sticking with it as well. I would go that far. I'm just saying we're doing it. <laughs> we're doing it, doing it, doing it well. <laughs> yeah, you get it now. It's a little different. <laughs> That's a little different. <laughs> and we're talking about podcasting. <laughs> How did we get away from podcasting is what Richard's saying. <laughs> <laughs> How do we how do we spin this craft into a job that pays for something or pays us? Oh, jot that down. Let's get into news. I saw none of this news. I just remember this stop and swap thing from so long ago. Uh, this is from Chris going on at VideoGamesChronicle.com. Banjo Kazooie's fabled stop and swap feature has finally been managed on original N64 hardware. Maybe they had done it on ROM hacks or something before, or somebody was trying to rebuild it maybe. a couple of years ago. This came up. Or maybe did they like re-release Banjo and Banjo Tooie and there was rumors about this stop and swap thing? Yeah, I think maybe. It was something it was something like that. Maybe it's in the article. A Nintendo 64 game modder has managed to get Banjo Kazooie's fabled stop and swap feature working on original hardware. Stop and Swap was a feature that was planned for Banjo-Kazooie and its sequel Banjo-Tooie and would allow players to unlock content between the games by quickly swapping cartridges out. Developer Rare based the idea around a quirk in the 64's hardware in which any time the console was turned off, it still retained the contents of its memory for a number of seconds. Oh, shit. I don't think I ever knew that. I, I think, think I always assumed it was going to be a like a like an intermediary cartridge, like a... You couldn't even open up the top of Banjo Kazooie at that point. It wasn't like Sonic and Knuckles. Yeah. Hey, don't don't bring that wonderfulness in this world. <laughs> Sonic and Knuckles and Kazooie. Yeah. Sonic and Kazooie. Sonic and Kazooie. The game we deserve. <laughs> the game that we need. Uh, the idea was that players would reach a point in a rare game, then turn the console off in a rare game. It's a weird way to put that. Quickly swap the game out for a different rare game, then turn the console back on. If performed correctly, the stored memory would be detected by the second cartridge and would unlock new content. What the fuck? Why are they saying rare game like you could just put in GoldenEye or Conquer or something? Is that originally? So do you got to Indiana Jones it? (laughs) Yeah, you you basically. (laughs) Sandbag? (laughs) Yeah. Basically. There's, There's a video to go along with this, the person that actually did this, and they talked about how... I guess initial initially the N64 had a um, retention time for that memory of around 10 seconds. And then there was a later revision that shortened it to around like a second. What? So that's, I guess, why why they. Oh, that second motherboard revision. Yeah. But between that and the fact that, Oh yeah, you could probably damage both the console and the cartridges by doing this. is is probably not a great idea. I mean, that makes sense. But you do power, you can short shit out. So that checks. But they only sold twenty five million. I think it's twenty five million in sixty fours. How many of those were the second motherboard revision? I wonder if that was the majority or the minority of those. Pikachu one. So it says they got stop and swap working on Xbox three sixty. Those versions was eventually implemented in the 360 re-releases of Banjo-Kazooie and Banjo-Tooie. I never got past the first one, so I don't know if I could ever <laughs> use that feature. <laughs> that damn uh, game board, right? The Monopoly board. Oh, I was up. having such a great fucking time until I got to that thing. It was a good I game. Yeah, I know you were enjoying it. That was back when we did Game Club. I was like, oh, this is... How did I miss this gym until I got to that bullshit? I was like, no, <laughs> fuck this game. Speaking of previous Game Club titles... $500. Uh-oh. Also from Chris Golion at VideoGamesChronicle.com. That was announced. This was announced today. Yes. Red Dead Redemption is coming to Switch and PlayStation 4 next week. The Undead Nightmare DLC will also be included. Oh, shit. I keep forgetting it's August already. Shit. I was sitting there like, August it was sucks. like another two months. Ha, I got time. We're a week into it. <laughs> it's flying, man. It's I don't like know what days. it is. Like a week and a half. 
Yeah, it'll this be is, out August. This 17th. is the this is the special remaster that was rumored, right? It's the straight ass. What's getting remastered? I got my foot ad finally. Limit break. <laughs> Limit break foot ad. I got uh my mine's a uh, Bram McKee approved Overwatch 2 30 plus epic heroes. Nice. And then uh mine says free home internet is calling internet essentials. Don't limit yourself to your cell phone. It's trying to spread uh Richard's plan into my neck of the woods. Would you rather have so, the would you rather have the foot based uh limit breaks <laughs> with the horn? There's a weird horn she's looking at. But this uh, is I didn't get the sex based stuff. Is this is about? uh actually just the base game with base. uh with the zombie DLC. No special it's a straight port. High res. It's, it's a I mean, straight it, port. It's a, it's a straight port. port. It, uh, they take away all the multiplayer. That's it. Uh, no, I believe no PS5 haptic feedback. Yeah, it's um. So they they put out a shitty remaster of that Grand Theft Auto trilogy, and they're like, you know what? We're just gonna phone it in now. Everybody, everybody <laughs> yeah. bitched about it. You know what? Bam, we'll we'll take your features out. Straight port. Watch this one sell more than the GTA one did. Yeah, because the GTA one was like ass. <laughs> But did the and, general public know that that one sucked? Yes, when I fired up my PS2 versions on PS4. <laughs> and they were the, the original ones. Mm-hmm. They still say play that over the PS3 or PS4 ones. And you can't even buy those ones anymore. So I was like, just fucked over that whole community. <laughs> oh, it's 50 bucks. Wow, just for a port. Yeah, and yeah. it's nice. I do believe there's a physical coming for PS4. But I believe it's digital only on uh, Switch. Sure, Surprise is not cloud, but it is a PS3 360 game. Yeah, it should be okay. PS3 should run on there. 360 should run on there. Yeah. Should. I mean, I'm sure it's if they do there. get a uh, a physical on Switch, it'll be the LA Noir style where part of it's on the uh, cartridge and the other half you have to download. So so we played this on, I think we had one X's at the time, didn't we, Sasar? At the time we had Game Club? I believe so. And it I, ran well, I, beautifully. That was no, a, I, version i was the weird one remember i played it on playstation now you did play on playstation now that's right on ps4 yes yep and i, I think michael and I, michael and i played the one x versions i believe i might have had the one s still at that point i went the the route less traveled yeah i mean you were using that playstation now subscription pretty heavy then too uh as brent said 50 bucks port comes out august 17th physical edition october 13th so this is one of those um, digital first and then physical later, which I think is a good. Go ahead, get it out there. Yeah. Let yeah. people buy what they want to buy. It didn't hurt Metroid sales, I don't think. Not at all. Uh, in a new conversion by Double Eleven Studios, this was the interesting thing in the news. Do you know anything else they've done? Uh, Like Nightmare, Little Nightmares, I think, or something like that. Oh, like so they Nightmare. that was their, like, that's their franchise. Double Eleven Independent Game Studio. Don't don't quote me on it. I'm just I don't know why the Fallout seventy six, Rust, Minecraft Dungeons, Crackdown three, Songbringer, Limbo, Little Big Planet Vita. Yeah, I see that. No, I was wrong. Yeah, look at that. It's uh, it looks like they just do ports. That's it. Yeah. Uh, just looking over these games real quick. I don't think any of these have been poor ports. I don't see anything that. Yeah. Goat Simulator. Lego Harry Potter. Yeah, because that was what originally 363 uh, PS3 game, right? And they ported that over the PS4. Go Crack- Simulator. Crackdown 3. I wonder what port that was, or maybe just like some additional work. I mean, the biggest one, yeah, Crackdown 3 is a big one, and Minecraft Dungeons is a big one. Yeah. Maybe the Switch version of that. We don't know. We're speculating. Yeah, I just I had never heard of that studio, so I was like, I I wanted to Google real time and see what it, who it is. Sounded familiar, and I was completely wrong. I don't know, I don't know why I got confused with somebody else. Oh well. The article finishes up. The game's already available on current Xbox systems due to the availability of 360 version on Xbox Store. The One and Series X S generations of consoles can play the 360 version via backwards compatibility. Rumors around a re-release circulated last month. I feel like well before then, rumors were circulating. Yeah. A Rockstar Insider who previously leaked accurate information about the company's games claimed last year that remasters of GTA 4 and Red Dead Redemption were once planned but had since been scrapped. So this would uh, verify that as a non-remaster. This is just a port. Which, it's a, 
I mean, it's a fantastic game. It's not a, I don't know that it needed, did it need any sort of, would you have wanted them to see like a Red Dead Redemption 2 engine port of this one, kind of like a Last of Us style? It's a great game. I, th- I think that's what a lot of people were expecting. We played it a couple but... years ago. That was fantastic. Yeah, but that I... was like that was like the rumor, right? I think that's yeah, yeah. Why, Mister Marston? <laughs> See, I know a lot of people rave about the uh, the single player. I remember starting the single player, and basically, like most of the G- my GTA playthroughs go, I, I start it, and then I just get off on some crazy shenanigans. Yeah, crazy tangents. Let's fucking go. So, and then of course the online was was just awesome. Uh, me and my friends would get on there on the 360. Just have shootouts with people. Yeah. Start shootouts with people. Just do the most random stuff. Screw with people. So Brent, I got some good news for you, man. It's still possible to do it on the 360, right? Exactly. Those servers are still up? Yeah. God bless be a posse. Join the No Podcast Posse. We have a Discord for our, just our Red Dead Redemption shenanigans. What was uh was there a Red Dead Redemption two online? Oh uh, yes, I believe so. Yes, there How was. did that? It's just not as popular. Yeah, you don't hear about that like you do Grand Theft Auto online. I mean, by the by then it's like there's so many fucking online components for games. I mean, yeah, too many distractions. Because I think at some point like PlayStation had to deal where they were giving it like half off. I think it's like you can buy it separately for twenty bucks or something like that. It was that weird shit. Oh, they split it off as a separate SKU type thing. Yeah, because they didn't want to commute, kill the like online community. Just like you have to buy the single player game to play online. So, what would a Grand Theft Auto Four remaster look like? Cesar, you just put a lot of time in that on Steam Deck, right? I would be happy with just a straight port on modern consoles. And it was fine, right? It was playable and everything. Yeah, it's the big with thing with that is music licensing. Yeah. Yeah, and they just tend to update the hell out of that and remove music, so it's just part of the deal, you know? You just get whatever version, current version that is with the music in it. But, I mean, you can put your own music in there. I mean, you can... People have had, like, those music packs where you're just like, all right, I mean, I have the fucking CDs, so I can just, like, just drop them in the music folder and just play. Like, oh. Yeah. yeah. That'll, that'll show them, you know what I mean? It's how dare the music industry want royalties. <laughs> yeah, you're only, you're only subject to the music licensing as long as you don't have a physical copy of the music and then there's yeah. ways around that they just don't make it easy i guess that's their barrier of we won't make it easy i mean the the, the story's there and the story's good I, I need to power through one day so finish it out because i'm like literally at the end of that game so is music licensing that big of a deal uh yeah i mean somebody's gotta get paid as far as like the game's not the same thing anymore, it's not it's not the way they it's not the way they designed it. It it depends. I mean Yeah. Um for somebody just playing it, probably not. Um like for perfect example. Tony Hawk uh Pro Skater one and two. The 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 remake they did. They did a pretty great job of getting a lot of the original music. Not all right. of it. Right. But was it like eighty five percent or something? Yeah. And it's it's a great port, well, great remake of that game. Um, but as somebody that grew up with those games, I still, to me, going back and playing the originals, because also there's stuff that they couldn't do. Like, um, I want to say it was uh, Tony Hawk 2 had like the, the Spider-Man costume and stuff that you could unlock and what so there was there was other content as well as the original right the full original soundtracks and things like that that's what makes me think like okay that ps1 disc is still more valuable (laughs) (laughs) it's just not as easy outside of like our circles it's not as easy to get a hold of but for mass market purchasing and appeal and um getting it out there to retailers and things like that it's going to do fine I just think about my my example with that says uh Brant was um it was another Grand Theft Auto game. That's where my mind went. Remember uh in Vice City, the first like bike you hop on, because they introduced bikes mm-hmm. right after the first like story bit. Billy Jean is playing on that bike. Yep. And it's just like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so good. Vice, Vice City's hard to do without the music. It's a bad it's yeah. a bad one to compare to, right? That cause that man, I wish I had bought those CDs back in the day with all that music on that. They had music 
CDs for every music station that was I, in I have I have those if you want copies of them. You have them? You have all of them? Mm-hmm. Damn, that's a great. That's a great. I have also, uh, I may have the ones from the Andreas of Sand as well. So. Ah, another good collection. Another fantastic collection. Man, I just want to play some Vice City now. <laughs> you guys have fun on Warzone. I'm gonna head to Vice City. Uh, someone take this Discord thing. I'm not really sure because Discord hates me. I can never sign in like Discord. <laughs> I have two factor turned on, and it will never authenticate my two factor thing. And I don't know what else to tell it. <laughs> well, if you're part of the uh, Xbox Insiders uh, program, Insider. you'll be able to stream your Xbox games via Discord. Um, they're rolling this feature out. Um, at least for for testing for the insiders, uh, and then once the uh, the testing is complete, they'll roll out to everyone. Um, according to the post official Xbox Wire blog, players will be able to stream games to their Discord friends by simply choosing the "Stream Your Game" option. Uh, to get started, you can join voice uh, channels from your Discord servers directly from your Xbox console. When the Discord account is linked, the article explains. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's just, it's another way, I guess, for, for them to integrate the Discord stuff, because both Xbox and PlayStation have been doing that, and this is... I mean, you gotta, you gotta replace Beam somehow, right? Yeah. It's a... Cesar said it, I was thinking <laughs> it. I was like, Mixer was fantastic. Mixer was like the best streaming platform I've ever used, and they just fucking gave up on it. Is this because Discord is so popular and, uh, what's the term, ubiquitous everywhere? Hey, yeah. Remember we did some recordings on uh, Discord? That shit was fucking sharp as hell. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we were trying to figure out exactly how to do all the recordings and everything, but the quality was beautiful. That audio quality was fantastic. <laughs> no offense uh, to the free product provider we're currently using and that I adjust the quality of the audio and processing. <laughs> And that's and that's the thing is I mean there's the article goes a, a, on to talk about how you know Microsoft's up, up reportedly in talks to purchase Discord yada 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 Sony's invested in Discord yada 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 but it's uh, Discord's consistently the biggest platform for seemingly for for gamers quote unquote yeah. um you know, for all your friends, no matter what you're playing on, you know, Steam, Xbox, PlayStation, um, since Nintendo really doesn't have their shit together, uh, Nintendo as well. Will they ever? Yeah. That's how I got introduced to Discord is that all, I believe all of us here were playing Mario Kart 8 on Discord so we could chat with each other. Yep. Mm-hmm. We did it for Splatoon because uh, yep. trying to... T- like, well, I've got to use my phone anyway, and then they want me to, like, tether this and do this for the Nintendo Online. Well, nope, screw it. I'll just use Discord. Did they officially tether with Discord? No. With, like, they, Splatoon 2? No, it was that um, okay. Nintendo Online app you had to yes. use. Yes, yeah. I mean, the only ones that got around it was what, uh... Fortnite? Uh, it, yeah, right? Fortnite was the only one, and seemingly, I mean, they haven't... You know, they were talking about how, yeah, it's up to the each individual developer of the game, and we've never seen it again. I guess if uh, Microsoft does wind up putting um, Call of Duty on Nintendo's platform for the next ten, 10 years, years or whatever it years. was, Discord's going to be that. Uh, either, well, either it's going to be Discord or it's going to be they'll actually have game chat like Fortnite did. So, I wonder if we should give this a shot again. Because that audio, I forgot how good that was. I forgot we legit tested that. I wish Microsoft would just buy Discord instead of them dancing around it for like the last 20 years. Yep. Be okay with that. Oh, you want them, to, sh- you want them to shut it down like Beam? I don't think they would. I think they would mm. upgrade <laughs> Skype and everything. And teams. No, see, the thing with Beam, Beam was stuck on Xbox. I think if they, they purchased Discord, they would leave it for everybody and make actually make money off of it. So that's just Discord. My- Discord could be their Teams slash Skype for Business slash Skype solution. Yeah. You could have an enterprise license and a... Oof, I just came up with a million dollar idea there. You better take sure. it to the bank. I'm sure they've thought of that. I'll buy that Come for to our, Instead of paying for Slack, you have... Well, I guess you still do it with inter- Enterprise. Like the 
like Star Trek Enterprise? Yes, or the Battleship Enterprise. I so, was talking about I was talking about Nintendo getting their shit together. Speaking of, oh, moving along, moving along. Guess what? They got Mario their shit together. Ka- Mario Kart 8 and Splatoon uh, online services are coming back for the Wii U. They're back, baby. What? Boot up your Wii U's and get get back on that Mario Kart 8 and Splatoon, baby. I didn't see I'm... this anywhere. I will play original Splatoon. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would too. It was yeah, great. Yeah, let's do that one night. I was hooked on Splatoon. Russell uh, bought so, a Wii U for Splatoon. He got hooked on it. I think I have the box. Uh, the online services are coming back online for both games. That's insane. Uh, after they went offline in March for emergency maintenance. Um, there was a- absolutely no timetable given uh, for the downtime. We just all assumed um, they were gone, right? Like, oh, that's that's out of here. Well, they, d- they did say that they were going down for maintenance because... Um, there was a pretty big vulnerability. There was something in the in the online code that would allow people to essentially get into your machine and maliciously uh, execute uh, code. Yeah. Oh, don't maliciously install ROMs from other consoles in there. An exploit uh, called ENL <laughs> Buffer Pawn. Stop it! Don't. Just by playing against them online, that's crazy. Yeah. Super Mario Maker 3. Slowdownvideogameschronicle.com. <laughs> that's not even a thing. I was going to say, that's not even a thing. Something. They leaked something. Let's go. Yeah. Several Switch games also were vulnerable to the exploit at one point, including Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Animal Crossing New Horizons, Super Mario Maker 3. Spoilers. Uh, Nintendo Switch Sports, ARMS, and Splatoon 2 and 3. Oh my gosh, ARMS. I haven't so heard that in a minute. It doesn't sound like it's an update on the game. It sounds like it's a, some sort of their server side yeah. patch. Yeah. That's still cool that they're going to put that back online for those people. I might play I, some OG. I might reward their. Uh, Let's say. Let's go split, play some Splatoon. Uh, we can also get in our uh, Mercedes Benz on yeah. the uh, Do have that Mario Kart 8. Mm-hmm. I mean, Richard knows. I mean, I think we spent one Sunday where we just sat there and played Mario Kart 8 all day. That was after Deluxe had come out, right? Yeah. What made us do that? I don't know. It was good. We had a blast. Yeah. I think you could do more. It was online. It was online, yeah. Yeah, because you could do more in the waiting rooms. You could say a bunch of stupid shit. (laughs) That's where the tilt controls. (laughs) Only play with tilt controls. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's the theme song. I played the other day with a new map pack. So, yeah. I need to get mine out. Of I need to get uh, the Zelda, the Oracle games on there too. I played some of those too at some point. Yeah. Oh man, that's great. That's good news. Good on you, Nintendo. For now, until they make the next console yeah. compatible, and then we're all pissed. Yeah. The person that has the exploit, they make like two changes and all of a sudden they're going to take it back. <laughs> <laughs> all right, pay, next up. I'll, I'll pay that person that can exploit a backwards compatible switch on the new console. Yeah, whatever that fix yeah. is. Is that, um? I guess we'll deviate from news for a second. Is that a big factor for you guys for the next console, next generation Nintendo console? Yes. I, I would be an understatement on... I. Like I told you before, I think I have more Switch games than I have on any other console. It would be very heartbreaking. But you have several. If it does, you have several Switch consoles, so you're not like out that experience of that library, right? It would make it more convenient going forwards. Oh yeah, instead of me having to worry about uh integrated graphics degradation as they slowly die. I think the main factor that doesn't get talked about and that people just kind of skip over is it would be. If Nintendo does a Nintendo and this next thing is nothing like the Switch, right? Yeah. Then we could maybe expect no backwards compatibility of sorts. If they do a Switch Pro or a Switch 2 or some sort of that same form factor and take it on the go, hook it up to the TV, break the controllers off the edge. If they do that same concept and that's not backwards compatible, I think that's a little more difficult pill to swallow for the consumer. And the... 120 million people that have bought them at this point and the grandmas and yeah because i think it's i think it's eased into 
consciousness, like not so much as we're going to play Nintendo back in the day and it could be Sega, it could be PlayStation, that sort of thing. I don't think it's eased into that, but uh, the Switch is like, it's in households. We have several here. There's several at Brant's house, several at Cesar's house. Richard's uh, saying it's the point where people break in people's houses and look at the Switch like, ah, those, those are everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've already got, I've already got that one. That. Let me look for something else. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I don't have time to waste on that. On a side note, uh, famously, a uh, friend of the show's house was broken into it, and they left his Wii U. They took his other two consoles, and they left his Wii U. So Dang. that's ha- that's happened. It's happened before. Um, yeah, I think that I might not be a day one adopter at that point. Now, my back catalog is so lengthy. I'm to that point. Like, if it doesn't immediately, that was a that was a huge thing for me for the PS5. It's like, okay, I can keep playing this exact same library. I'm going to play in some ways. I'll play them better. I think that's a very compelling argument for those with a Switch already and a, an existing Switch library. Especially, another note, if that digital library carries, it carries over or that Switch Online. Um, I think they've already, that's only, one of the only things they've confirmed is yeah. that that Switch Online program at least will carry forward. So I'm hoping all those digital purchases do. But then how would they sell a Super Mario Brothers again? Uh, it would be, I don't know, man. I, I, I'll be tapping out at that point. I'm kind of, I know we like to address rumors and talk about news and get excited for new stuff and things like that. But I'm, I'm really kind of tempered on new Nintendo stuff. I've got a huge battle, backlog of Nintendo yeah. things, especially this generation. It's been a prolific output, I think, mm-hmm. on their parts on the Switch. And it's... And uh, I watched kind of a tech breakdown of Pikmin 4, and they're still doing crazy things with that Switch hardware. If it's not an open world, like Zelda, like Zelda ran great for that hardware, that sort of thing. And we've talked about they're, they're needing an up in specs just to keep up with other third-party titles and stuff like that. It's really just to come down to that sort of conversation. But as far as that platform, I still have plenty to play on that thing. I don't need a new thing. And if that thing has new experiences, but I could still play all these other ones that I'm kind of backlogged on PS4 style. That makes it an easier upgrade sale in my opinion. And to keep that subscription going. Speaking of subscriptions still going subscriptions, your PlayStation plus monthly games for August. The Richard month. I didn't see this list. When did this come out? July 26th. Yeah. Richard month. Is this a Richard month? Oh, Jeremy loves death door. Jeremy played death door on, um, uh, Game Pass Box. and loved it. Boxes of X's. He liked playing as a crow. He's like, it's amazing. I'm a crow. I'm trying to take down these bosses. <laughs> uh, so those games are, of course, Death's Door, Dreams, which is not going to be around that much longer, right? They're ending That's the weird. support for it. Mm-hmm. So no new stuff or no server okay. downloads? What it's does that like mean? Like a little big planet where like everything that was created is there and then they eventually just phase it out at some point. So Yeah. I mean, that's okay for the stuff that's already there, but people were really, like, cutting their teeth on game design and stuff mm-hmm. and dreams and coming up with some cool shit. And last but not least, uh, that is not Tiger Woods. That is PJ Tour 2K23. Dreams. The Interestingly enough, uh, the PlayStation blog does not mention that that is going to be taken offline. <laughs> yeah, it's like a buried under there. It's like a thing when you play yeah. the game, it lets you know, like, oh. Uh, find out later. Death's Door, experience a somber yet darkly comedic tale, utilizing melee weapons, or arrows, and magic to overcome a fantastic array of beasts and demigods in this isometric action adventure. Isometric. Action adventure. Um, NBA, not NBA, PGA Tour 2K23 with Tiger Woods on the front. Uh, it what looks like... What year the, is this? Is this the newest one? I have no clue. Yeah, it is the newest one, yeah. When was the last time I bought a golf game? Mario Golf? The only yeah. time I usually buy golf is when Mario's involved or when hand claps is making them. Yes. I did get the uh, hand claps version of the Apple Arcade version, but I didn't pay for that one. I guess I'm paying for that one. Paying it's a free monthly. game. It's a free game like, uh, what were you saying, your free movie ticket? <laughs> free. It's a free movie ticket. Um, Quotation marks. We need another Everybody's Golf. Is it time for Everybody's Golf 2? Like a fully-fledged PS5 enabled everybody's golf i could see us getting into that the way we're playing online games right now i could see us getting into that <laughs> who's, who's gonna make the everybody's golf because they got rid of that studio where did they go bring are camelot with... back bring camelot back oh, are they with camelot? apple is that why apple came out with their version 
Hands clapped. So hands clapped. Hands clapped did it after Camelot. Camelot did like the oh, okay. very first hot shots golf. Yeah. You're saying hands clap. We all know it's clap hands, but I'm totally, hands I'm clap. totally hands flipping clap. it over in my, my hands head. clap. <laughs> I, said, uh, I said what I said. These are three good games <laughs> from everything I know. Yeah. Three solid titles. And your Xbox games. Oh, God. It's always a crazy list. Game Pass. Yeah, Game Pass uh, games. I'm sorry. What did I say? Good. Xbox games? Sure. Xbox games. Your uh, Xbox games. I got you. I got you, boss. You got a yes. short hike. Cesar always does a good job with the Xbox ones. Uh, Airborne Kingdom, Bro Force Forever, Limbo, and Everspace 2. So, available as of August 1st, which was six days ago. Good job, everyone. Uh, Celeste, and then I guess already available now is a short hike, which is a hike, climb, and soar through the peaceful mountainside landscapes of Hawk Peak Provisional Park. What the fuck? <laughs> HPPP. <laughs> All right. Follow the marked trails of explore the, the backcountry as you make your way to the summit along the way. Meet other hikers, discover hidden treasures, and take in the world around you. Sure. Broforce, which is like a fever dream from the 1980s and involved. Sylvester Stallone is an action-packed side-scrolling run-and-gun ode to freedom, putting you in control of an underfunded or overpowered paramilitary organization that's very specific, dealing exclusively in excessive force. Included is a long-awaited Bro, uh, Bro Force Forever content, which is, offers improved expanded campaign with new unlocks, along with six new ultra-patriotic bros and four new democracies. Wow. That was like Baxter Stottman in the top. That's all I noticed, right? You see that in the picture? Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to find yeah. what you're describing. Yeah, it's Baxter Stottman. Uh, then you have like I guess uh, Red Sonia, and then I guess like Desperado, uh, and then you have I guess uh, Bison from Street Fighter and Bro Force. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the cover I described it perfectly. Bro Force Forever. Yep. Oh, I do see Baxter Stockman. Yeah. Yep. Perfect. Yep. And then you have Red Sonia, and then Desperado. Uh, <laughs> Red Sonia. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, and then you got a uh, Bison. Is that a female Fighter. character? Yeah. Okay, with like yep. lamb chops. Yeah, play along. All right, let's see. <laughs> Limbo. Uh, I, I'm not gonna talk about that because this game's been on there like 80 million times. All right, Airborne Kingdom is a stunning airborne city building and management game. Grow your unique town among the clouds and fly across wide open landscapes. Explore the skies to restore serenity to the world below. Still doesn't tell me what this game is about. All right, Everspace Two. Yeah, I know. I know nothing about that. That was basically uh, what I played at Tears of Kingdom. Or you just described to me a Studio Ghibli film. All right. Uh, uh, Everspace 2, available now on PC and coming soon to Xbox Series X, S, and Cloud Gaming. Step into the pilot seat and it's fast-paced single-player space shooters while where brutal challenges stand between you and epic loot. Sure. Embark on a sci-fi adventure where massive handcraft areas are packed with secrets, puzzles, and perils. Is this the one that was like in early access for years and years and years and was like ten million dollars or something? No, I think that's still in fucking early access. That's never it is happen. still. It's forever going to be in early access. It's something like, space, right? It's not ever space. It's, like, it's like home world or some bullshit like that. I can remember home space or I don't know what it was. And right, Richard, just in, Richard, just in case you missed it, FIFA <laughs> 23 Cloud EA Play. <laughs> World's game is now available cloud gaming via Game Pass Ultimate and EA Play. Uh, DLC skip. game updates. <laughs> just skip down to the Cesar to the August. Sorry, loves these. Just no, for the every, sake every, of the... everybody's fucking suffering with me. All right, world update <laughs> fourteen captures the majestic charm and lore of Czechoslovakia. Oh, is it endless yeah. space? Endless space? Does that sound right? Uh, just look up uh space game uh forever in uh beta. All right, so uh, sorry, I, go- I literally googled space game early access expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it have its own economy? It's like its own economy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right, it has Cheka and Slovakia, which I actually have been to Czechoslovakia, so I can probably fly over there and see that's real. Hungary, Slovenia, Croatia, and Bosnia. There's a Gavionia. The region that's Brussels. Awesome. Yeah. According to GameRanks.com, the number one best space game of 2022 is the Callisto Protocol. I it's not exactly what I was hunting. I believe it until you play that uh, final DLC, which I never talked about because it was a waste of my life. All right. Oh damn! I'm, I'm skipping but you the still like you still like the whole game, right? It's until dropping you down play into that my fucking bullshit DLC, and then you're like, it ruined everything for you. It was so <laughs> stupid. I hate that game. All right. <laughs> Xbox Game Pass Ultimate Perks. Uh, you got PUBG. PUBG, 
PUBG, you got Neverwinter, and you got Fantasy Star Online too, which is the August member thing that's still happening, Wait, I guess. What's coming to PUBG? Are we gonna PUBG? switch over? Well, how many how many people can you have on a team? That's gonna be our deciding factor. Seventy five. All right. Everspace? <laughs> is that the name of the game? Is it Everspace? <laughs> We're literally talking about Everspace, <laughs> goddammit. Oh Holy no, shit. Everspace two. Yeah, that's the game that's coming out. I, I have to stop because you're you're ruining everything. Hold on, let's see. I have to know what this game is. I cannot think of it. Oh my god! Uh, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Ten, like it's like what hundred million dollar years of development space game. <laughs> it's not. I'm not finding star, anything. Star Citizen. Star Citizen. That's it. I literally <laughs> typed a hundred million dollar space game. Star Citizen. <laughs> To me like two seconds you're Jesus just sitting there circle back to where we started and that is the me. worst that is the worst starship based <laughs> economy game i've ever heard of star citizen jesus people I, are looked, trading chips in that thing and just like ten thousand dollar ships i don't even remember why i remember that there's a fucking youtube video in here that says a hundred million dollar game star citizen <laughs> <laughs> that's it i just, just remember a hundred million dollar space game there we go bam is it still in early access can we play it on it's steam always Deck? in early access we can't play it on Steam Deck. Is it verified? I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. And it is still in fucking, yep. Robot space industries. In addition to crowdfunding, marketing is now also funded through external investments, having received U.S. 63.2.5 million as of March 2020. What is wrong with us? Humanity was a mistake. I mean, they're literally just, they're like, this is like the crypto bros version of video games. They're just paying these people to just yeah. add on like, uh, add-on packs is star citizen worth buying yes so it's not a feature fe complete nor content complete but that's what an alpha is i refuse to f support that statement 100 percent. it's free to play absolutely not all right xbox game pass quests uh richard they're trying to bring you back into the master chief collection because you get uh 250 points if you get five multiplayer kills tunic you get i can five do that might take playing. might take a couple hours it'd be very difficult and then the other one is earn achievement, 50 points daily. Uh, leaving Game Pass is what Brant wanted me to get to because I just sit there and just drug this shit on forever and somehow we got in Star Citizen. <laughs> uh, Death Stranding PC, Edge of Eternity, uh, Midnight Bike Express, and then Total War Warhammer 3. Why would there be two, two wars in there? Total War Warhammer 3. That's weird. Total War Warhammer. Warhammer. And that is your uh, Xbox game mess. Of uh, Game Pass of uh, that was a game mess of uh, August, I guess. There's something for everybody. Hey man, they they they're filling out the service and can't talk shit about that. So that stranding is leaving. That's kind of strange. That was um, it's been almost a year, right, or at least six months. It's been been it's been there for a while. There's been time to strand some deaths. Yep, you've had time. Sure, I don't know. Brant's still not a believer of the gotta get gotta get that strand type game. Strange genre. It's single-handedly holding down the strange genre. It's hey, got to be that one. I don't have to work as a Amazon delivery, so I just live it through that game. <laughs> as people help you build bridges across uh, ponds and rivers and shit. And my last name is uh, Bridges uh, of Sam at Bridge yeah, America. It's all yeah. It's all in your face <laughs> the whole time. It's like okay, thanks Kojima. I bridge but, America. Oh no, the DTs, the crying baby. He's almost at that point with naming like uh, Bungie gets with their stuff. The Librarian, The Index, you know, with that naming convention. It's like, okay, that's that's enough. I guess that's a sci-fi trope, though. Yeah, let them have it. I mean, there's you know, people have their own their own thing. I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, Christopher Nolan just makes movies based off space and science all the time. So and scientists and time and. And bassoons, bats. yeah, <laughs> bats, <laughs> bats and bassoons. <laughs> what inspires you most in life? I like bassoons and I like bats. And then pe people who have weird Scottish accents that wear masks. All right, uh, I guess that's everything for your uh, Xbox Game Pass. That's all the news. Yeah, news. We're done with news at last. I'll start first. I didn't play shit. I won twice in Warzone. Let's fucking go. One was in the same about? night. I'll go next. The same night you got two wins, we got three. You should have joined us, you bitch. <laughs> I was I was with the more reliable crew. I can't tell what you guys. It's true. Uh, Cesar, of course, played with friend of the show, Jeremy. Friend of the show, Ezra. Friend of the show, Dolly. Dolly. Yep, y'all got two dubs. Oh, 
to be fair, we played for like two hours longer. So per per hour, you had more wins than we did. Uh, I played with the first one was a duos win with friend of the show Russell. Then friend of the show Robbie joined us, and uh, we got two two victories after that. One, I guess the most notable one, Russell carried us at the end. We both died in the castle. We we tended to like the castle runs on Vondel. Or as Jeremy refers to it as getting fondled. That was a V. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, no. I, 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 no, I'm laughing about the castle because I, I misheard Ezra. And I, I said, did he say Al Gore? And, like, <laughs> and Jeremy's like, why would he say Al Gore? So every time we go to the castle, it's like, Al Gore! <laughs> was Al Gore supposed to be in the castle? What is the Al Gore war? I, I, He, he, he invented about- castles. There was something that was similar to Al Gore that uh, Ezra says, like, what? You say Al Gore? And it's like, Jeremy's like, why would he say Al Gore? That's so random. I've heard that name in years. <laughs> Where did that even come from? I thought he said Al Gore, man. Now, every time we go to the castle, we're like, Al Gore. <laughs> Just ask Jeremy about it when you see him about Al Gore and uh, Warzone. He'll tell you. And you know, getting Vondled is a is a new take on your getting Warzoned. Yeah. Vondled being the new map. I got Ezra singing every day on Vondling, Vondling, Vondling. It's pretty good. <laughs> It's pretty solid. I guess that's our Warzone updates. Yeah, I won one and twice, and you won three. Brand, take us home on your uh, lucid, was... lucid sickness well, gameplay. I did I did uh, play one more thing. I did play one more thing, and I'll hand it over to Brant. As he was opening up uh, Warzone on both the northern front and the southern front. Never open up two fronts on Warzone. You can't cover you, both sides. You got oh. you to you take one front at a time, yeah. <laughs> Don't flood the trenches. <laughs> Don't invade uh, the Soviet Union if you already have your hands full with, with Europe. <laughs> I mean, freaking Napoleon showed them the first time. They're like, oh, let's do it again. <laughs> have y'all seen the preview for the Napoleon movie? The Ridley good. Scott? It yeah. looks fantastic. Uh-huh. Oh, Brant. Brant, All watch right, this, man. It it's, it's a Ridley Scott film. It looks great. It looks like it's going to be okay. four hours long. They're, they're yes. running against Oppenheimer. Oh, yeah. Yes. It's going to be an <laughs> epic. Uh, so I read a couple articles. I played some more Final Fantasy 16, still plugging away at that. No, no major thing. I'm just kind of moving along the story. It's it's slowed to a certain extent, but we just we just came off after major event after major event. So it's not really. I, I don't expect that. Like the pacing has to slow down a little bit, but it's still it's still fun. Oh, fun. Just wait till you get closer to the end, like Brant says, and then like right at the very end, it's like let's throw every side quest ever made. I'm like, holy shit! I'm <laughs> stuck at side quest for like 60 hours. Damn. I'm like, yeah, I won't give up to- like Brant. Is there a new game plus? Do you have to play all those before the end? No, you don't. No. Like I like okay. I said, I I got it was like ninety six or something percent complete. Yeah. With the game, and I I did like a handful of side quests at the when I got t- toward the end. I'm like, I just kind of want to see yeah. see where yes. this goes. I think that's so. where I'll get at that point, and then still want to do some of those. So the only mm-hmm. thing with the side quests is like they're not a lot of them are not random. So a lot of the characters you interact with, they kind of close their stories before the end of the game. So yeah, okay. And if, if so, you might pick and choose like Ram might have did the ones he liked or not. So who knows? Yeah. Does it warn you like it did me before? So that's where I sent you that screenshot and was like, you better wrap up some stuff. You're about to go through a major point in the story. Brand would know. I don't think I've gotten that far yet because I'm still at the. I'm still not the four yet. I'm, I'm, I did. I, I literally sat there for like five hours doing side quests. It was like nonstop. I'm like all. All I remember was there's like a part where you're battling through, and then all of a sudden, all the rest of the characters show up, and then the cutscene finishes, and then everybody's standing in front of a big door, and I'm like, oh, this is it. And you go up and talk to one of the characters, like, yep, we've come this far. Do you want to? Should we wait for a minute, or do you want to go now? Go now. And then I did all that, and the story still continued. Um, eventually, yeah, you do get you do get to the point, and it's um, where you're kind of back at the back at the base, and it's and it tells you to kind of like talk to everybody again. And at that point, it's like that's it, that's the wrap up. If you're gonna They're do anything, you know. yeah. yeah, talk to the people, finish up whatever else you got, and yeah. Then, it's playing that uh that music box from the Oscars when they tell you to wrap up yeah. the speech. It's like, <laughs> yeah, play me off, play me <laughs> off, Final Fantasy cat. <laughs> you start hearing soaking nonstop, getting getting louder. You're like, oh, it must be over. Mm. <laughs> God, that music is so damn good. This is this is up there with the top tier Final Fantasy soundtracks. He is no slouch. He is no Uematsu understudy oh, man, of any just kind. Wait, just wait till you start playing fourteen, man. It's nonstop soaking all day long. I'm more tempted than not. Umetsu's uh, sprinkled in there. It sound is the free to play part. Can you play that on Steam Deck? 
Yeah, it's just all counter based. Yeah. Yikes. I mean, even even if you miss it now, I mean, you can probably do the free to play when they go through Xbox again because they're gonna that's gonna be huge. It'll be another big uh, drive, like mm-hmm. membership drive. Because uh, like the first seventy levels free. On that note, I had played or I had read some articles comparing like people are like, I love Final Fantasy sixteen. What's something else I could try out? And uh, Tales of Arise kept coming up. And I asked Cesar about it. And Cesar was like, oh, it's a little bit more turn-based, but it's still a very good game. And I was on, poking around on Steam Deck, and there's a demo. So I was like, sure, the demo sold me on 16, like, immediately. Um, and to their credit, Square Enix has done a great job. I know Dragon Quest Eleven did this, and that's uh, looks very, very, very good on Steam Deck and plays well. But uh, they'll give you, like, the first portion of the game, essentially, and let you decide if you want to get this queue, progress carries over, that sort of stuff. Tales of Arise, um, it dropped me in the middle of a mission or something. I had no context for the characters. It is essentially like one of you guys handed me your memory card mid-play from somewhere with no, you know, you didn't give me a cheat sheet or backstory or anything. And so uh, I played a little bit of that. It was, it feels like a very Tales combat. Like every other Tales game I've played, it feels like a very similar combat. It's not 16's combat. But it has the same sort of action, you know, hack and slash style, but with that Tails turn. Cesar said it was turn-based, and I'm, I'm looking at gameplay, and I'm like, I don't understand how that works. But you feel it in the button mashing and the, the moves that you assign to your characters and stuff like that. It's more turn-based. It's, more, it's not yep. turn-based, but it's more towards turn-based than 16 would be. Almost as if like each each action has a cooldown assigned to it, which is essentially what a turn-based battle is, right? You have a cooldown because you just cast a spell, or you just gave an item, or you just physically attack, or you just defended. Um, I think I do want to give it... I played like an hour and a half of this demo. Like I played all the way through the Tales of Arise demo. Um, I, I just had no context for the character. So the gameplay was solid, I'll give it that. But I had no clue what was happening. I didn't have any investment with what what was kicking it off or... Um, I was collecting gels. Uh, the items will like glow on the map when you get near them. And I walked into this village and the cows were glowing. I'm like, what the hell? So I go over by the cows and then I have milk in my inventory. I'm like, oh my God, I'm getting, I just milk these cows. What the hell? And then the chickens, I was like, let's go see what this is. I walk over the chickens and it's adding eggs to my inventory. It's like, sorry guys, I'm, I'm moving along. I took what I needed. I'm out of here. But it has the same tail stuff like the gels and the apple gels and stuff like that for healing items. And it had a story mode, which is, as time is of the essence, that's, like, more and more important to me. So that, that'll be something to check out. But I liked what I played of it. It just didn't, that demo did not give a great job of um, giving me a great overview of exactly what was happening in the in the title. But it was solid. And it played great on Steam Deck. If it's not verified, it's playable, playable. I think, is the one underneath that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I loaded straight into the defaults and... And I didn't have any issues with anything. Brant sent me a screenshot of him playing Arkham Asylum on the Steam Deck. And so I immediately downloaded that. And he walked me through the setup. And I don't think there's any other setup options I have to do now. But I might be giving that a go before next week. But that was my week in games, Brant. Yeah, I've been... Um, I don't know. I've been having almost kind of like that game burnout kind of thing. Or just don't feel too much like playing any individual game yeah um and so what do you do when that happens are you about to describe it for us and that's the thing is like i i came in here and sat for i don't know 20 30 minutes and then just wound up like playing on my phone watching certain things and then getting up walking out going and doing something else and then coming back and sitting down and like and eventually i I wound up picking up the steam deck and like i I just I need to do something. Um, and I looked at the Steam games Deck I had. Is usually a good yeah. answer to that. <laughs> that kind I, I, I you know uh, started messing around with. Um, uh, gosh, I booted up Mu Deck and 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 started up uh, my playthrough of Simpsons Hit and Run. Played I don't know maybe an hour and Hit and Run for a minute, and then I was like, man, eh, whatever. And then I saw the uh, the Batman Arkham game. I uh, downloaded it because it's. Uh, I was telling you it's not even eight gigs. Um, tried to boot it up and it you know crashes. I'm like, uh, I don't know if I want to. 
I don't know if I want to mess with this. Yeah, it crashes straight on boot. I noticed that too. I think so, I downloaded it to try months um, ago. Turned it off and was like, I just I don't feel like messing with this. And then I sat there for a second. And was like, no, let me let me go ahead and just look it look at it up. Um, so I found you know exactly it's like a two step process to get this thing running. It's it's really not that hard. So I did it, booted it up, and the game looks beautiful. Next thing I know, I've played like two hours of <laughs> of damn uh, Batman, and I'm like sucked in. It's on my uh, list of shame, so you got me immediately. I was like, yes, please, let me try to figure this it, out, too. It runs beautifully, and the, uh, the Arkham series is one of those where um, the first game came out 2009, I believe. Um, this is, you know, Rockstar's... Um, Rocksteady. Rocksteady. Rockstar. Rocksteady. Rocksteady's, um, you know, first take on, you know, the whole, the whole Batman uh, franchise here, and they knocked it out of the park. It's not looking good, Brant. I'm sitting and spinning. Does it do that for a minute? Yeah, give it, give it a second. Did you, did you, uh, do the GE on your compatibility? Okay. Mm. Yeah. Just give it a second. Um, Make me nervous, Brent. Always <laughs> doubt Brent. Press X to doubt Brent. Because my mine did that too. When you first booted up, it was it just sat there and spent. I'm like, well, I guess this ain't working. And then, up, oh, son of a bitch, it works. Uh, so this game, they they knocked everything. Um, they introduced what they called a free flow combat. Mm-hmm. Um, which the mechanics of that can be seen through. So many superhero games, including, you know, Marvel, Spider-Man and things like that, where, you know, you have all the enemies coming at you at once. You, you know, uh, you can you have the reaction button, you can flip over enemies and chain combos and things like that. The story in those games is great. Um, It's it's been a quite a while since I've played this. The last time I sat down with this, um, I was actually walking my son through this because he hadn't, you know, I wanted him to play the through the Arkham series because it's such a good series and he enjoyed the heck out of it. There you go, sir. I'm in. It's booting. It's weird seeing the Square Enix logo before it. I was about to say, yeah, I noticed I noticed that, too, um, because I'm pretty sure I Hell don't yeah, remember. Brand. Hell yeah, Brant. <laughs> Well done. Brant's Guide to Getting Steam Deck Games to Play. Oh my god, look at that menu screen. That's fantastic. Boot it up and just watch that first little bit, man. It's it's so stinking good. That'll be bad radio. I won't, I won't quite do it, but Jesus, um, that looks good. But yeah, other th- I'm sure I'll continue to play with that. Um, because, of course, the Steam Deck says that the uh, Arkham Asylum does not work on Steam Deck. It's not verified. Right. Like I said, super easy to get it working. Um, you have to use the touchscreen functionality like once. Once you boot the game, there's like a little menu and you just hit play. That's it. After yeah. that, you're with the uh, with the controls. Um, I think Arkham City is playable. It's listed as playable. So that's that's going to be a no brainer. I have not looked too much in to see if Arkham Knight, um, its compatibility with Steam immediately Deck. it was not play or not supported on. The I was Steam like, it's thing. it's another one of those that says it's not supported, but I don't know if that's if there's another fix or even if you can get it to run if it's worth running it. If it's one of those that you might like be 80, able. What I say, eighty gigs? Oh my gosh! Yeah, you said <laughs> seventy something. Yeah. Yeah, it was seventy six or seventy eight gigs. I was golly, that's a it's a that's a chunky game. So yeah, that's uh, that's all I've been playing. Man, we had an off week. Mm-hmm. I like, like it. I like I told you, gentlemen, I was uh was down for the count this weekend, so I really couldn't. <laughs> if it wasn't uh being asleep, I wasn't uh I wasn't doing it, you know. <laughs> You told us you were playing Conker's Bad Fur Day. What boss were you stuck on? <laughs> the one with the corn. Oh. Corn yeah. <laughs> All right. Is that it for us? A solid hour of content? Yeah, that's it. 
all the way to the bank. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this week, and we will catch you next week. Bye. See you. Adios. I think he's muted. Thank you.